Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton. This, this is the standout seven. In the next seven minutes or so, we look back on a week that saw more Tory party party dramas, blackmail allegations from backbenchers, a violent volcanic eruption in Tonga, one year of Joe Biden as US president, and the end of Plan B restrictions in the UK. This is the standout seven from the Smart Seven. Don't forget to hit the follow button to get our daily updates at 7 a.m. The Tory party party row shows no sign of ending, as Sue Gray works on that famous report. The ever-helpful Dominic Barnard Castle Cummings has offered to testify now too. And as the saga drags on, maybe it wasn't the best idea to send Deputy Prime Minister Dominic out of office, Rob, to defend the party on Kay Burley's Sky News show. I mean, there was some speculation that the 20th of May party was held uh, in my honour to thank me. Um, it was just ridiculous. Was it? No, of course not. Ridiculous. So I it was a party on the 20th uh, no, exactly. of May then? It was, no, exactly. You it, referred to it as the 20th no, no, of May no, no, no. party? No, no, no. This is the claim that was made. And it was That's nonsense. what you just said. It, it was nonsense. Then finally, Boris surfaced to repeat a mumbled apology and explain as the guy who made the rules that no one told him about the rules. I carry full responsibility for, for what took place, but nobody told me, uh, I can absolutely, I'm absolutely categorical about this, nobody said to me, this is an event that is against the rules, uh, that is in breach of uh, what we're asking everybody else to do, uh, should not go ahead. Labour's deputy leader, Angela Rayner, much like the rest of the country, has had enough and says it's time the Tory party took action. It's clear that it was a party. It's clear that Boris Johnson was in attendance. He stayed for 25 minutes or more. He knows that it shouldn't have happened. I think his apology now is that he's sorry he's got caught. I think it's unacceptable that Conservative MPs are still keeping him in power now as well, when clearly he's lost the confidence of the British people. It was another tough day at the office with no sign of a party for Boris. Firstly, Tory MP Christian Wakeford from Bury South walked across the floor to join Labour, the first government party MP to depart for the opposition in over 15 years. Labour leader Keir Starmer welcomed him on board. Can I start by warmly welcoming the Honourable Member for Bury South to his new place and to the Parliamentary Labour Party. Mr Speaker, like so many people up and down the country, he has concluded that the Prime Minister and the Conservative Party have shown themselves incapable of offering the leadership and government this country deserves. And then, fired up by the defection, Sakir even managed a zinger, as Speaker Lindsay Hoyle urged the Tory backbenchers to calm down and stop booing. Mr Speaker, I'm see, I see the very noise. I'm sure the Chief Whip has told them to bring their own booze. <laughs> Finally, it was Boris's turn to face questions and almost every single one was relating to the famous Sue Gray inquiry into the Tory party parties. Boris, it seems, only brought one answer, however. It is for the inquiry to to come forward uh, with uh, an explanation of what happened and I'm afraid he simply simply must wait. Eventually, even Tory heavyweight David Davis had had enough. I'll remind him of a quotation altogether too familiar to him of Leo Amory to Neville Chamberlain. You have sat there too long for all the good you have done. In the name of God, go. Wednesday saw Boris announce in the Commons that the government's set to remove the Plan B restrictions from next week, with work from home ending along with the need for masks, coincidentally just as he needs full support from the Tory backbenchers. 
Health Secretary Sajid Javid says it's time to start thinking about COVID-19 like we do the flu. We need to learn to live with it. We, sadly, people die of flu as well. In a bad flu year, you can sadly lose about 20,000 lives. But we don't shut down our entire country and put in place lots of restrictions to deal with it. We need to continue with our lives with sensible, appropriate and proportionate measures. Major banks like Standard Chartered and Citigroup have already announced their workforces will return to the office next week. Maybe they've never heard of online banking. All of this flu talk concerns Dr Richard Peabody of the World Health Organisation, who thinks the UK government's moving much too quickly in returning to normal. No, we're not at that point yet. Omicron, uh, SARS-CoV-2, it's, a, it's a, a different infection. It still can be a very serious infection in those who are unprotected. We are clearly moving into a different phase of the pandemic, but we're still not yet at the end of the road as far as the pandemic is concerned. President Joe Biden marks one year in office on Thursday, and it's been a hell of a year. He's been struggling with poor ratings, the resurgence of COVID-19 with the Omicron wave, and consistently negative press around his attempts to pass signature legislation. Oh, and the former guy still spent 12 months whining about a stolen election. He faced the press for a two-hour question-and-answer session, and despite tough questionings, Joe was putting his best foot forward. I didn't overpromise, and what I have probably uh, outperformed what anybody thought would happen. The fact of the matter is that uh, we're in a situation where we have made enormous progress. You mentioned the number of deaths from COVID. It was uh, three times that. It's coming down. Everything's changing. It's getting better. Still to come on the Standout 7, Microsoft goes shopping while Anta Deck is still ready to rumble. Right after this. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome back. The world of gaming was in shock on Tuesday as Microsoft swooped in to buy major games company Activision Blizzard. They're the company behind games like World of Warcraft, Call of Duty and good old Candy Crush. In fact, they've over 400 million active players in 190 countries. I guess that's why Microsoft are paying close to $70 billion for the company, which may well end up folded into Microsoft's Xbox platform. Microsoft Gaming CEO Phil Spencer seems pretty enthused in a corporate speak kind of way. When this transaction closes, Microsoft Gaming will be the world's number three gaming company by revenue behind Tencent and Sony. We believe that Microsoft and our team are uniquely positioned with the technical capability, financial capacity, creative vision, and the gaming track record required to deliver a truly global interactive entertainment ecosystem. 
Bad news for Adele fans and, well, Adele. Friday night was supposed to be the start of her Vegas residency. Weekends with Adele was to run in the Coliseum at Caesars Palace for the next three months, but difficulties with the supply chain as well as the wave of Omicron that's battering America meant that it's proven impossible to get everything ready in time. She took to Insta late Thursday night with a tearful and heartfelt apology for fans who've travelled to see her. I'm so sorry, but um, my show ain't ready. We've tried absolutely everything that we can to put it together in time and for it to be good enough for you, but we've been absolutely destroyed by delivery delays and COVID. Half my crew, half my team are down with COVID, they still are. I'm gutted and I'm sorry it's so last minute. We've been awake for over 30 hours now trying to figure it out and I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. Friday night's Graham Norton show had a pretty stellar lineup with Kate Blanchett, Ricky Gervais, and a rare chat show appearance by Anton Deck. Talk naturally turned to their hugely successful pop career as PJ and Duncan, and in particular their Indonesian tour, where the promoter had a very specific request. We had the Backstreet Boys here last week, and they sang a cappella for the press. Was that yeah? Yes, because they can. They can't. <laughs> we don't Matt, want Matt. to, and we can't. So we're not going to sing a cappella. We'll go and we'll chat and we'll answer any questions. <laughs> so we'll, we'll mind to the trap. Yeah. <laughs> no, that wasn't quite enough for Ricky, though. Do you want to hear him do it now? <laughs> do you remember the move? Come on. We could easily do it. Let's get ready to rumble. Oh, Let's get, get ready to rumble. Get ready. <laughs> get steady and rumble. Everybody rumble. This has been the Standout 7, the best of the week from the Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow, 7am, with the Sunday 7. Have a great rest of your weekend. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.